Tasha and welcome to the first episode of Revolution of the Self. I'm considering this my self-love podcast. If you know me, I co-host podcast called Goodreads Better Friends with my good good friend Morgan uh, where we talk about books and poems and a lot of stuff happening like locally uh, within our city and we talk a lot about the games and movies and television shows we're absorbing, the podcasts we're listening to, so on and so forth. So this is different. This is all about self-love, self-care, setting boundaries, stuff like that. I really want to talk spirituality, okay? Reaching your best and highest potential. And that means often straying away from religion, straying away from um, egoism and selfishness. Um, But it's also learning that there are uh, concepts or aspects of selfishness that is self-love and learning self-care for yourself and how to you know deal with mental stress and you know coming up with ways to just calm down especially in a world where everything right now is just insane and the economy sucks and politicians suck and everything's kind of awful you know just kind of dialing the noise down and calming down that's what i want to talk about I'm also going to explore some things like tarot cards. I have these really fun cards called Stressless Cards, Namaste Stressless Cards that my friend got me for Christmas one year and I freaking love them. So I decided until we reach the end of the 48 cards, I'll do one Stressless Card an episode. We will do one tarot reading per episode and just a one card reading no nothing you know too extravagant we can also talk about tarot cards if that's you know what you want to do um i also would love to serve as someone who could give advice if anyone needs it um i will have to create an email because i haven't done that yet (laughs) i just really wanted to get this started because i've been kind of doing a lot of the pre-planning for so long now that it, it was time for me to go ahead and get started on it Uh, And I hope that you'll stick around and enjoy this with me, Aisha. So why don't we start with the stressless card, okay? So the first card that I pulled is called Give Your Mind a Treat. Notice how sometimes you crave pizza and ice cream. When your tummy wants something that it loves, you tend to give in and indulge in it. Let your mind have a treat as well. Where do your thoughts drift to when you think of happiness? What is it that would put a huge smile on your face? Invoke those thoughts for eight minutes. Let your mind fantasize. This exercise can release good hormones and have a positive effect on your body. How sweet is that? I think that's just meditation. (laughs) And I I absolutely love that. I wonder what people envision when they're meditating. Because I always envision myself like as I am in the moment but everything around me is just kind of void like I will be sitting in the middle of my bed with my headphones on I usually like listen to lo-fi sometimes or I'll listen to just like nature noises when I meditate it really is just me and like sort of like I'm Raven from Teen Titans like just in a void but it's like a calming void there's nothing upsetting about it and I just feel myself releasing a lot of stress and I don't meditate as often as I can so maybe that's something we can work on together because I'd love to start doing it like two to five minutes every night maybe working my way back up to 10 to 15 minutes which I used to be able to do really well and I just can't really get the focus anymore it's upsetting but it's fine I'm working on it but anyway 
I really want to get into what what this podcast is going to be about, which we've already talked about, self-care, self-love, all that good stuff, Um, but really just a place to lay your head, you know, Um, a place for me to lay my head. Maybe we can work on journaling. Maybe we can work on organizing ourselves. Maybe we can work on, you know, trying to live life as neurodivergence. Um, I have so many plans for this. I also want to talk ghost things, supernatural, paranormal things, and, you know, all these things that I'm really interested in, but in a very logical and spiritual way which those two things don't tend to necessarily add up but there are a lot of ways that they can and we can talk about that so um this episode's probably not going to be as long as the others but i really just want to sort of get into um who i am introducing myself and what i plan to do here so um like i said my name's aisha um i consider myself a poet uh i do read a little bit with the Dayton Poetry Slam and I've read other little open mics but not as established as I could be. I do want to start establishing myself more but it's weird sitting there and sort of convincing myself that I'm a poet. It's something that I've always wanted to be. I even have in my Instagram bio wannabe poet because I've never quite considered myself a poet but lately I've been feeling like I'm allowed to give myself that title because if you want something the only way to really manifest it is to kind of grab onto it so I'm grabbing onto poetry and I'm claiming it it's mine so I am a poet um I'm sort of an artist (laughs) what I mean by that I mean I think being a poet is being an artist but I'm meaning in terms of like drawing, painting, stuff like that. I have recently really gotten into crafting. I do a uh, punch needle often. I'm, I'm doing a project right now. I'm doing a Marie cat from um, Aristocats for my friend. Um, I'm doing resin art. I've been, I did a, a nice giant cube resin art piece for my friend with an Eevee in it and it looks very cool. I took my sweet time with it and I love it. And I do a lot of puzzles just because I like to challenge my brain because I'm insane (laughs) and they make me happy honestly. So I do a lot of puzzles and I guess that's really it. I'm working on creating this big whole world um, that's sort of sci-fi supernaturally but all the characters are black because black people deserve a space to be weird to be comfortably weird and i want to be able to give that so i'm working hard on creating this book series that will probably take me 10 years (laughs) to write the first book because when i say i am creating a whole world i mean i'm creating a whole world and I don't know, I guess I just, I need to sit down, focus, and freaking do it, you know? <laughs> I've also gotten into wood burning lately, which, when I say I'm just picking up all these ridiculous habits, I mean, I am, but I'm, like, enjoying them because they're a lot of fun. But wood burning, I'm not good at at all. I'm not even going to pretend like I'm good at it. I did one piece yesterday um, using a quote from Neil Hilborn, which... If you haven't heard of him, he's got two books, one called Our Number Days and one called The Future. I really like both. And he has this quote in 
uh, his book the future from the poem the future that says I saw the future I did and in it I was alive and it is my absolute favorite quote ever because man it's powerful so yeah wood burning not very good at but I was proud of that wood burning piece with that quote on it because <laughs> I managed to draw an outline of someone's face and with their hair looking like it's blowing and I'm like this is top tier art for me because I've never been able to draw shit like that before so I was pretty pumped about it <laughs> like I said I I have a lot of opinions <laughs> and that's kind of why I'm here I want to share my guidance and it's not this is not coming from a place of egotism at all I promise um it's just I have come across a lot of people who have told me that you know I have been a source of guidance for them and and that I often do say the right things are like the things that they need to hear and that's kind of the person I've always wanted to be because I don't know I grew up in a household of honesty and it, it really rubbed off on me it's really hard for me to not be honest with people and I think that kind of aids in me being able to guide people so I guess I just want to share my guidance but also I would like to create a community that could also help me you know I I'm still on a self-love journey and I'm still learning self-care and I'm still learning how to guide myself you know so it, it'll be nice to try to build a community of people who feel the same and, and want the same for themselves you know I don't want to just be guidance I also want to be guided and I think this will help me because I want to treat this as sort of like my audio journal I just want to get it all out and talk about everything so yeah, so I'm going to talk about spirituality, the self, psychology, uh, we may discuss things like ghosts, trauma, mental health, healing, you know, we can easily tell people to heal and to participate in self-love and self-care, but it doesn't really do anything for anyone unless we offer ways to do it. You know, I feel like I've met a lot of people who are just like, you know, you need to heal, you need to work on healing, so on and so forth. But if you don't give ways to heal, you can't expect someone to just be ready to do that, you know. And healing is not this fun, you know, easy thing. It's not flowers and daisies and roses and open fields and the sun. It's nothing beautiful. It's really ugly and you feel tired you know when especially when you start the shadow work and and you know which if you don't know what that is it's sort of like healing your childhood trauma it's like looking at your past and working through it to sort of become your better self the thing that I though have learned about healing is that it never freaking stops like you will always be on a self-healing journey you will always be in it um, and it takes a level of self-awareness to stay on that track, which, you know, it bodes well to be self-aware. I like being self-aware. Um, I don't like being too self-aware, which I naturally am because I'm also an anxious person and I, I have depression and XYZ. So I can often, you know, be too self-aware and that's dangerous because then you kind of jump into insecurity and just thinking everyone hates you and judges you and so on and so forth. That's not necessarily the self-awareness we want. We want to be aware of like our good parts and our bad parts. We want to hype up our good parts and we want to understand our bad parts and not necessarily change because that change isn't always easy, but you know, to just kind of catch yourself when you start slipping into that bad self-awareness. What I mean is healing is not for the weak. 
<laughs> and it really isn't. Especially, you know, setting boundaries, um, adhering to those boundaries. We kind of find ourselves dropping off from friendships that we maybe thought would last a long time, or um, we find ourselves bonding with people that we have only known for a short period of time, and that's all a part of the healing journey because when we start to heal those parts of us and become our you know our best and higher self we tend to grow away from things that maybe we were comfortable in but that weren't good for us we start to distance ourselves from more toxic things i have straight up reached this point where i'm just like no toxic people ever if you so much as sh show the red flag bye <laughs> you are not for me buddy because I don't know I'm always just like telling people like you know if you feel like someone is toxic like I can complain about my friends all day okay I love my friends they're very very good for me I can complain about them because you know not everyone's perfect and we do get frustrated with people that we love but at the end of the day I don't have a single toxic friend. They're all so good for me and I hope that I'm good for them. You know, we sort of pour into each other, which is the kind of friendships that we need, especially when we're healing. And that's good, but it did take a while to cultivate that. And when I started my journey, first of all, I had to look at myself and, and look at how I have personally been toxic to people, which I definitely have. And, you know, you probably have been toxic to someone without even realizing you've been toxic to, to them. But when you start that journey, that self-awareness and self-love healing journey, you start to see it and work on it. Um, I kind of saw how other people were bad for me, but also how I was bad for them and how I needed to work on being a better person and a better friend to people. And what ended up happening was I, I lost a lot of friends, you know? I don't always talk about how I feel about things, so that also plays a part because I'm really bad at like, like I can talk about this all day long, but I'm really, really bad at talking about how I feel or what I'm going through. Um, that's always something that I've had to work on. So a lot of times, especially when I was younger, this sort of manifested itself into this weird anger and I had to really overcome that anger. It did affect my friendships because I was always just kind of in a bad mood and I drained everyone because I was not ever happy. You know, I was surrounded by my friends who loved and cared for me and who laughed with me and created memories with me and they eventually had to let me go because I was not a positive person. Not everyone can be positive all the time, but when you are always just draining someone's energy, nobody wants to be around you. And that's exactly what I was doing. So I did lose a lot of friends and in turn, I, I had a few years of like really bad mental health issues and just in a downward spiral, honestly. And I had a lot of traumatic things happen to me in between that time that really just made it worse. There just came a point where things started to rise. This was like the beginning of my healing journey and then a couple years down the line, I'm seeing the effects of what it's doing to me. I'm a much more positive person. I find ways to manifest my anger into other things like poetry or music also have developed this really cool thing where I can look at really shitty things that happen to me and sort of see the positive outcomes in them. 
which is it feels like a fucking superpower to be able to do that you know you know when things are shitty all the time it can be so easy to to lose yourself in it to dwell on it there are ways for us to train our brains to sort of pick out the positivity in those bad events especially when it's something that we're constantly going through you know what i mean so i had to do that um, as well as, you know, just setting boundaries for myself because I was also just being drained by, you know, my job and, you know, not having a work-life balance and I was just losing myself. So I had to set boundaries and adhere to them. And all of these things are a part of the journey and they're so difficult sometimes. But once you figure it out, it's not that bad and it's not that hard. And it's really nice. When you are so deep in your self-love healing journey, you do start to feel a little superhuman like you've just figured it out and again this is where you have to separate egotism from you know being your better self because your better self should never ever sit there and think that you're better than people because of what you've overcome it should instead want to set pathways of healing for other people set guidance that's what you should want to do when you reach this point because you've gotten to this point where you're so open and free and just positive and healthy and good and you know happiness isn't necessarily a destination but you can find the happiness in even the worst events you know it just is well within ourselves to not think that we are better than people because of that and I'm gonna talk about all of this stuff <laughs> so if you're interested please stick around subscribe um, I will try to uh, get an email going if people want to send me you know questions advice whatever I'm here for you and I love giving advice like I said I talk a lot and I got a lot of opinions so <laughs> I just I don't know I've been trying to get this off the ground for a while because I've kind of been nervous like my big fear was always like what if I start talking and don't know what to say or like you know I have nothing to go off of but I just that's not true I got a lot of opinions like I said and I want to share them so if you want to hear them subscribe to this podcast. <laughs> so um, a few other things that I kind of want to talk about and this is just kind of a basic thing um, and it also if you're hearing ding in the back it's my friend messaging me on Instagram. I told her I was recording my first episode and she's all excited and I just love her. <laughs> so I'm gonna do one of the namaste stressless cards an episode until we reach 48 and then maybe I'll find a new deck. Um, I'm gonna do one tarot card reading um, and it's a one card reading every episode just because I love tarot and I have never had a wrong or a bad, well, I will say bad reading. When I say bad reading, I mean like it was so awfully wrong, like so off kilter. No, I have never had a reading that wasn't, I won't say fully accurate, wasn't at least a little bit accurate. And that is also because, you know, when you, when you do tarot, in there is nothing magical happening. It's all interpretation. And sometimes it's just too, too much and too accurate. And you're like, okay, what? <laughs> no, no. It can be considered spiritual. You know, sometimes I personally like to think that we get a lot of guidance with, especially with tarot cards, with our um, spirit guides. And I feel like my spirit guides are constantly with me and constantly helping me and giving me advice and 
lots of messages. I'm someone that gets a lot of angel numbers when I'm not looking for those bitches. I've never been one to look for angel numbers, but those bitches find me all the time, okay? <laughs> you know, it's largely what you believe. If you believe in tarot cards and if you believe in angel numbers, that's fine. I do too. But if you don't, that's fine. I know there are a lot of spiritual people that I met who don't necessarily believe in like astrology or tarot cards or angel numbers. They think that's all crazy, but they still adhere to other things like the meditative practices of spirituality, which is fine. I'm not gonna go into like a uh, history of spirituality or Hinduism or anything like that. Uh, I'm just really going on what, uh, where I am, you know? But if you want to share your experiences and your, you know, practices, I am so down to hear it. Um, I'm not here to appropriate or anything. This is just kind of something that I had to do for myself a long time ago if I wanted to continue living. So it helps me deal with a lot of my mental issues. My um, I have a lot of sensory issues because I'm a wee bit on the spectrum. I have some ADHD issues, I have depression, so I'm, <laughs> I can very easily be a wreck of a human, and I'm not saying that I haven't been recently. I definitely have my moments. I am human with a full range of emotions. That's another thing. People have this weird idea that spiritual people are just so calm all the time. Like, no, I have a bad attitude, okay? <laughs> I have a bad attitude. Me being spiritual helps me, like, center myself more, but, you know, in the moment, I'm still, like, someone who is ruled by anger. My, like, primary emotion is anger. I always go straight to it as opposed to crying or laughing. I go to anger because... You know, some people's emotions are in their tear ducts, mine is just in anger. Spiritual practices helps me sort of deal with that and like grow away from just immediately being angry, you know, taking myself out of situations that put me in those really bad moods, which is also a part of setting boundaries and adhering to them, which is really, I'm going to do a whole episode on that because I got some things to say, okay? I know people who set boundaries for themselves, but like refuse to adhere to the boundaries that other people have set for themselves, and that makes me so mad. We're going to talk about like hyperfixations, neurodivergency, um, in this weird business economy and how that sort of affects our ability to be a social and outstanding just citizen, just a normal citizen, um, making and keeping worthwhile friends, you know, people who pour into you who you can also pour into, um, ways to self-care. This is something that I'm still learning how to do because I've always been so bad at taking care of myself, to be quite honest. I just got a skin routine down, um, like a face I, sh I said skin but I mean like a face routine and my skin has never been healthier but I just never really got to that point of having one because I have a hard time doing things and like staying with them you know and 
so I have to sometimes force myself to do things so that it becomes a habit for me but that's something that I have had to work on and like like I said force myself to do and that's you know that's all wrapped up into mental illness and I also would love to maybe start journaling like maybe um, we can come up with a journaling prompt every episode which I'd love to do because I've always wanted to journal but I've never like had the attention span to sit down and journal because when I was young and I had a diary I caught my mother reading it a couple of times and never freaking recovered like never recovered and that's also one reason that I had gotten into poetry because you know you can write some really just intrinsic outlandish shit to say one simple thing and that always appealed to me because when I was younger I used to try to create languages like I would try to create my own secret code so that I could get out all these pent-up emotions about boys and my body or whatever was going on with me in my fourth grade year because <laughs> this did happen when I was in fourth grade so whatever was happening to me then I was you know I didn't have a way to like get it out I feel like I can talk to my mom now but when I was younger um, I feel like I was often silenced when I spoke so like that created in me a person who has a hard time you know saying things that are on my mind like I think this is actually really really normal so this is not in no way to insult my mother she's a great woman and I love her and I love our relationship now but I feel like parents often forget that you are a person who is able to develop your own opinions about things and when you're a kid they just kind of want you to you know believe what they believe agree with what they agree with. You can't really make an argument for yourself. You have to agree with what they say. So I've always felt like I was never able to speak on how I was feeling or like how I truly like what my true opinion was on something because that right was sort of taken away from me as a kid which is one reason why I have a hard time talking about my problems right now and I recognize that as a trauma response. Um, we will talk a lot about that too. <laughs> That's one reason that I got into poetry and that's one reason why I never journaled again until now, hopefully. I want to get into journaling so bad. Um, I'm someone who cannot keep a fucking journal to save my life, so that's something we're gonna work on. But maybe if I have a prompt and have to express that prompt in a new episode, that'll get me to start journaling more. So, we'll do that. Really, I just... I have a lot of things and whether or not they're meaningful is totally up to you in your interpretation of anything that I say and I just really hope that I can inspire people that's my only goal in life honestly I just want to inspire people to be their best self because you know humans have so much potential to be great and I feel like this world knocks us down so much that we can forget that so maybe we can inspire each other to be better I don't know we'll see anyway let's do this tarot reading Let's see what the cards have to say today. I have a ridiculous amount of um, tarot decks, but my favorite um, is called the Ghost Tarot Deck. I'm sorry, Ghost Spirit Tarot Deck. And I got it from a Renaissance fair in <laughs> Waynesville, Ohio. I just scared my cat when I shuffled the deck. <laughs> that was funny. I have two cats. And they're chunky beast. One is Izzy. She's evil. And I love her with all my heart. And I actually think she might be my favorite. <laughs> and then the other is Cass. He's an old man. He's my oldest baby. I actually got him the day that I moved into my first apartment. 
and yeah, I love that cat with all my freaking heart. He's such a sweet, soft boy. I just love him. And then I have a dog named Bella. She, her full name is Bellatrix, if that tells you anything about her. She's gray, but I love her with all my heart. That's my baby, my child. But let's go ahead with our first reading. I'm going to pull the card. Okay, so the card we pulled was Knight of Cups. I'm just going to tell you what it says, and then we can interpret what it means for us. Um, it may not resonate with you. I'm just kind of going to read based on what the book is saying. Maybe sometimes I'll go a little deeper into what I think it means, especially if it personally hits for me, but I know it's not always going to hit for me if I'm considering or if I'm thinking about a whole slew of people who might be interested in or listening. But this says, love is in the air. Be open to the messages and or proposals that may come your way. You may want to explore deeper emotions, but take care to not be blinded by infatuation. This is weird because I know someone who could definitely use this advice. Infatuation can be so dangerous, and I think sometimes it makes us blind to maybe what, what the divine is telling us versus what we want it to be telling us. And I think it's, we have to interpret things as they are, not as we want to see them. And sometimes it's easy for us to get lost in that, especially when we're thinking about, you know, other people or a certain person. So, you know, take care to look at your signs, but make sure you're not applying them to things that they have nothing to do with or people that they have nothing to do with, you know. That's what I'm going to take from this. So I hope this makes sense to you. And with that, I'm going to end this episode. Uh, this one's mighty short. This might be a normal length. We'll, we'll have to see. But I just wanted to kind of do the introduction and then I'll go into some other things. Um, we'll just see what happens with the other episodes. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed. Again, my name's Aisha. You can follow me on Instagram at alien-art-dump. Uh, or I, as in your eyeball, dash ish. Dash ug. I will get an email up and going um, and I'll put that in the comments when I post this episode. So if you guys want to reach out or, you know, talk to me in any kind of way, if you need advice about something, please hit me up, let me know. I'll be more than happy to take a look at it. So, and give you advice to the best of my ability, but you know, let's work on revolutionizing ourselves. That's what this podcast is about, right? All right. With that, I will see you on the next episode. Bye.